Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance this is your weekly look into all things real estate now your host for the real estate connection Stephen Fayard hey everybody welcome to the real estate connection brought to you by good patriot realty a salute to home ownership you know what they say when you fall off the bike, you got to get right back on again. For all of those who are listening to this program, what you don't know is this has been recorded. And this is the second time going through the intro because the computer program crashed. And so I'm redoing all of the introductories and I'm talking to you all over again. So welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Connection brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to homeownership. If you have any questions about residential real estate, whether you're looking to purchase uh, a new home for the first time, or you're a first time investor, or you're going through probate, or um, you're moving down or moving up, or you're thinking about retirement, give me a call, Stephen Thayard at 408-472-0817. And speaking of retirement, that's the subject of today's show. Do you buy or rent your retirement home? And I am praying right now, Father, please allow this program to work all the way through so that we do not have to do a take three. All right, so let's look at the ins and outs of this question. First of all, the current real estate market is still thriving due to low inventory. You would think that the real estate prices are actually coming down, but they're not. There is so little inventory out there that the buyers who do find a property all find the same one, what buyers are out there, and they are still competing for them. So we're actually seeing prices continue to go up in the Bay Area. If you're in Northern California, Santa Clara County, or the adjacent counties of Alameda, San Mateo, um, San Benito, Monterey counties, we are still seeing low inventory, Santa Cruz County as well. Um, and if you're in a neighborhood that's desirable, um, with good schools and the house has been well-maintained, it's going to be popular. So we're seeing the ability to still get equity out of your property. Um, at, the, at the middle of last year, we started to see the market try to uh, falter a little bit. And then the fall of 2022, it kind of dipped. And I think we kind of hit a low because we're starting to tick back up again. So what I'm trying to say, it's still a good time to squeeze equity out of your home. So the question is, how do you use it? How do you decide to use the cash from the sale of your home if you're looking to retire and move out of the area, right? Because you could be um, in a situation where you've raised three or four children, you've got a very large home with multiple bedrooms and a large lot, or maybe you live on acreage and you've just gotten to the age where you're just tired of taking care of so much and you wanna downsize, you wanna live a simpler life where you don't have to worry about exterior maintenance, you don't have to worry about um, trimming bushes and trees back or feeding animals. And you want to um, enjoy your golden years and travel a little bit while still maintaining a home base um, where you can come back to 
and catch your breath or uh, get engaged into the local community. Or maybe you have hopes, maybe you have dreams of volunteering or delving more into your artistic side, whatever that may be, you still are going to need a place to live and a roof over your head. So after you sell your main property and you're moving into retirement, what do you do with the cash after you sell it? So let's look at number one. Let's look at renting a home first. Now, renting can be a double-edged sword. There are some positives and there are some negatives to it. Um, but let's run through what are the pros for, for renting a home. Now, this can be in two scenarios, right? You could be renting and not looking to buy at all. You're going to rent. You take all that money, all that cash that you received from your house. You don't want to dump it all into a new mortgage. You want to maybe put that um, put that money to work for you. Maybe you buy an asset that's going to kick off cash for you to help support your retirement. Or maybe you're going to invest the money and, and slowly siphon it off as you live in your golden years. Or you could be uh, renting temporarily while you look for a replacement property, right? You could decide, hey, I'm I'm done. I'm, I'm moving out of the area. I've got nothing here holding me anymore. All of my kids have moved away. I have no family. I'm going to move to my dream location, but I don't want to buy a house right away because I just want to get to know the lay of the land. So there's two scenarios for renting that could play into um, how you rent a property, right? One is uh, with thinking of moving on and one's with staying permanently. So here are some of the pros for renting a house. You can get to know the community you're transitioning into, right? Because you've been living somewhere for a very long time. You know the community pretty well. Maybe you grew up in it. Uh, maybe you've just been living there for 10 or 15 years and you've grown and you know everything about it. You're, you've learned the neighborhoods. You understand the traffic patterns, which is a big deal. Um, you, you've, dis, you've discovered your preferred places of recreation because that's important where you go to play. Um, shopping, where you get your groceries, your supplies for your home, um, uh, and electronics, entertainment, um, and medical resources, especially for those of us heading into our golden years. Medical resources is a very important part of our decision making, right? Because you don't want to be in a place where if something goes medically wrong, you don't have the facilities to support your, your needs, right? So when you're renting, it helps you to transition into a new environment by learning these things, all right? Also, if you're looking to buy, you can take your time finding your replacement property to purchase if you are looking to purchase in the future, right? So you're learning the neighborhoods, traffic patterns, and then you're like, oh, when I moved here, I first thought that this neighborhood over here was the place to be. But, but now that I've spent maybe three, four, five, six months in this environment, I've decided that this area over here is actually the place where I want to be. And so then you've now narrowed and narrowed your decision-making process to a specific neighborhood, which then makes it easier for you to choose a property. When you're moving into a new location and you don't have any idea of what's going on uh, in, in, this, in, in, society, in the society or the new um, atmosphere you're moving into, it's kind of hard to determine where's the best place best place to live. Now, this is where a real estate professional comes in handy because they live in the area and they can direct you based on what you're thinking, uh, what is best for you. And hopefully they're doing the same and trying to uh, find a place that fits what you're, what you're looking for. 
All right. Also, if you're coming from a state like California, right, and you're a buyer with cash in hand uh, and there's no need to sell, that puts you at an advantage over buyers who may need a loan, right? So you're coming into town, you've got cash, um, you can write a check, right? So that also may help with negotiating a better price because the seller doesn't have to worry about an appraisal, doesn't have to worry about a loan contingency. They just know once you come in take a look around, kick the tires, and you decided that this is where you want to live, boop, you just write a check, close escrow, maybe in two weeks. And that's very attractive to sellers. Uh, there's no uh, worry about um, the house not closing and them getting paid because issues arise with appraisal values or loan contingencies. Now, if you're moving out of California into a lower cost of living real estate market where you can pay cash for a home, you also don't have to worry about a mortgage ever again. So you could be looking for one, a location that you've always wanted to live in. Maybe you've always wanted to live by the ocean. Maybe you've always, <clears throat> excuse me, wanted to live by a lake or in the mountains, uh, right? Something that you've had a passion for for a long time that you've set aside for your responsibilities of raising a family um, and earning an income. Now you're at a point where you can walk into your dream of a location and a way of life. And so if it's a lower cost of living area, you've got two benefits. One, you have no mortgage and maybe the property taxes in that area are lower. Maybe the electricity and the gasoline and all the um, expenses for living are lower. So you're getting a double raise and your retirement dollars are going to stretch for a longer period of time. So there's the advantage there uh, if you're moving into a lower cost of living market, even with renting, because we know in California, um, like my son, for instance, right now is looking for a place to rent and his budget is around $2,200 a month. And that's like a single uh, bedroom apartment, one bedroom, one bath with a carport to car park your car. If you're lucky, you know, $2,200 a month in other states may get you a full house, right? And if you're looking to just live simply in a condo or an apartment, you may be looking at maybe only $1,500 a month. And so your retirement dollars will stretch. All right. So here are some of the advantages of when you actually do enter into a rental agreement for renting a home. One, the landlord is responsible responsible for maintenance and repairs. When you buy a house, that's all on you. Anytime something breaks or needs to be fixed, that, that falls on your shoulders. But when you're renting a house, the landlord is responsible for the maintenance. Now, will they actually do it? Will they actually uh, get those repairs done? Um, there can be a hassle of waiting and living in a place where uh, things aren't working up to your standards uh, while you're paying rent, while you have to go through the process of getting the landlord to repair something. Whereas if you own a home, you could just get it done right away. But the, um, the responsibility does land on the landlord. Now, there have also been some tax law changes regarding the write-off of mortgage interest and property taxes that happened um, four or five years ago. Um, there are now new limits on the property tax property taxes that you can um, uh, deduct on an itemized deduction on your income tax return, and they're limited to $10,000 um, of property taxes. So um, there's also new limits on mortgage interest deductions. It's up to a seven up to interest of the first $750,000 of your loan. And also the standard deduction has been increased. 
So the lower cost of living state that you may be moving into, you may not qualify to itemize your deductions uh, due to the increased standard deduction amount. So uh, consult your um, a tax professional. I am not a CPA. I'm not a licensed accountant. Um, so um, this information I grabbed um, from um, sources on the internet. And so I'm just covering myself here. Uh, do not rely on anything I have said, but verify with your tax professional. However, due to these changes in laws, um, you may be looking at less of a tax advantage um, for buying a home in a low cost of living state. Also, instead of putting money into home, into a home, you can manage the extra cash through other investment strategies that could build onto your nest egg in a more efficient way, right? The good thing about real estate is when you put that money into the house, um, if the market's changing, you usually see it coming uh, a mile away. So if you need to make a change or a move to protect your investment, you can do that and you have time. Um, with um, the insurance industry, I mean, sorry, the stocks and bonds investments of Wall Street, sometimes those changes happen quickly where you don't have time to make an adjustment. You can go to bed at night, wake up the next morning, and you could have lost 10%, 15% of your portfolio due to some catastrophic financial news. So when you have your money in real estate, you know that it's going to be more stable because as markets change in the real estate market, they change slowly. It happens so that you can see the movement coming so you can have strategies and ways to protect yourself. And it's a better advantage for you as an investor if the real, your, your, your investment portfolio includes the home that you are going to purchase. So it seems that there may be an advantage to renting instead of buying your retirement home. However, there are some real downsides to renting. Number one, you are subject to rent increases at the whim of the landlord. So if for some reason the landlord's expenses go up, whether that be in taxation, property taxes, say for instance, like we're seeing in California, insurance rates might be going up or just the cost of utilities and other expenses for owning the rental property may cause the landlord to push those rates up and you don't know when they're coming. So you could be blindsided by a rental increase that could eat into your retirement funds much faster than you had anticipated, right? This can be very unsettling for fixed income retirees. You may be forced to move multiple times due to increases in rent that do not fit your budget. This is a real downside of renting in retirement because most times a person's income coming in the door does not increase. It stays flat. And so inflation eats at it and any increase in expenses, especially for housing, will cause an issue for how long that money will last in your retirement 
and it's something that you should really consider. Also, rents can, rent increases can, may, outp may outpace home values, right? So if you move to a lower cost of living state where home values aren't going up as quickly because it's not an equity market, um, then you could have times when your rents are getting higher than what your mortgage would have actually been if you purchased a home. So it's important that you do uh, an analysis of where you're moving to give you yourself some comfort as to whether or not it makes sense financially to rent in that market versus buy. Additionally, a landlord could decide to move in their mother, son, daughter at any time and force you to move out, right? They own the property. You are essentially paying their mortgage. They have control over it. You do have a lease and they need to honor the lease. But at the end of that lease term, there's no guarantee that the lease will be renewed. If they decide to use the property for other purposes that does not include you living in it, you may be forced to relocate, even if it's a neighborhood you really love. Also, a landlord could decide to cash out and sell at any time and force you to move. Another reason to force you to move. So buying, renting, I'm sorry, has some downsides. Yes, there are positives in that you do not have to maintain the home. There are positives that it gives you time to look around the neighborhood. And maybe you don't like the house you're renting and you want to move. At the end of the lease, you could move too. There's that advantage. But you, could, you are also subject to the whims of the homeowner. Because remember, you're a renter. It's a temporary ownership for a period of time. And not ownership control. Temporary control over the property for a period of time in exchange for money. Now, the advantages then for buying a home. So we've talked about renting. What are the advantages of buying a home in retirement? Buying a home will fix your home living expense for the next 30 years. So the number one is stability. You decide when you move. You decide when you leave. You determine for yourself what your living cost for the house you live in is going to be for the next 30 years. Now, if you're, you know, say 70, 75 years old, they, this may be for the rest of your life. And there's some, there's some comfort in knowing that that dollar amount will not increase. And you can plan around that. You don't have to worry about rent increases. Um, and you can potentially lower your payment through refinancing. So especially in today's market, when interest rates are a little higher, you may be planning for retirement, say, at a 6% interest rate for, bar for what you borrowed in order to, uh, to buy into the house. If interest rates drop back to 5, 4.75, 4 and you refinance your loan, you've just given yourself a pay increase. And you can use that money to extend the length of time in retirement, or you could use it to invest to make that money work for you in the future which gives you more peace of mind. So again, buying a home means you decide when to move. 
buying a home for cash dramatically reduces your living expenses, especially if you're coming from a high cost of living state like California and moving into a lower cost of living state where you're buying your house for cash and you have money left over that you can invest. And then you only have to cover gas, food, utilities, and insurance. Um, you can use the extra money for travel and leisure. Um, if you've always wanted to go around the world and what if you want to go on a long-term cruise. There are those month cruises around the world and you can lock your front door and walk away, especially if you decide to move and buy into a condo or townhouse complex where the homeowners association is taking care of the exterior of your home. Literally lock and go, just travel. You could buy a motor home and drive all over the country and knowing that you have a home base to come back to. Also, you can use your home to cover medical costs if you get sick, sick in an emergency with potentially a reverse mortgage. Now, I don't recommend reverse mortgages unless it's a last ditch resort. You have no other choice. You've got to uh, pay some bills and you've just run out of cash on in your savings. If you own a home, you can then use the equity in it in a reverse mortgage to continue living. So it becomes an asset that you can borrow against in the future to help should an emergency arise. Also, you can use your home to pay for long-term care. If it gets to a point where you can no longer live in the home by yourself, at least you know you've got cash hidden and saved up in the bank account called equity of your house. And when it's time, and you need to make that decision for long-term care, you can sell that house, use that money to pay for your long-term care so the expenses don't land on your family. Also, buying a home builds generational wealth so that you could have something to pass on to your children uh, for generate generational belt, uh, wealth building as well. I'm sorry, I'm tired. I'm mincing my words today. Basically speaking, when you buy a home, it builds wealth for you and your family. And depending on how life turns out for you, um, this house can be something the children can inherit or it can be used to cover your expenses, therefore not saddling your family with a bill um, at the end of life. So what is better? Buying or renting? For me personally, the perfect hybrid would be to rent if you're moving into a new area for a short period of time, learning the neighborhoods, learning where the medical facilities are, learning the traffic patterns, all the entertainment, um, access to airports, um, leisure activities. And then once you get comfortable, figuring out which neighborhood you actually want to buy into and then buying your home. So if you have any questions about your personal situation, feel free to give me a call. Actually, please do at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And I'd be happy to talk to you about your specific fact pattern. And I will leave you with this in making decisions because of all of the different moving parts, when we're making big decisions like this, we can get stuck, gripped 
by fear for making a mistake. And so this is for you. Be strong and be courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 9. So thank you for joining me on another episode of the Real Estate Connection podcast brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and uh, Spotify. Just search the Real Estate Connection and or search Stephen Thayard, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-T-H-E-A-R-D, Stephen Thayard. You'll find me. No problem. I'm out there. Like and subscribe. And I appreciate you joining me today. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless your families. I hope you have a fantastic day. And we'll see you next time on another episode of The Real Estate Connection. Brought to you by Good Patriot Realty. A salute to home ownership. This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.